Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Exodus. Good morning, friends and faithful listeners. You've tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen, and also another host that's coming on the podcast for today, which is my sister, Jamie. And she's going to be joining us, hopefully, at least once a month now at the beginning of each month is what we are aiming for. But if that doesn't happen, that's okay. (laughs) But I just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah, we'll try. But uh, I just wanted to throw it out there that she will be joining me a little bit more often, hopefully, on the podcast. And she will be uh, co-hosting with me once a month on the podcast. So, uh, James, can you go ahead and introduce yourself once again? I'm sure people know you by now, but uh, go ahead. Say a fun fact about yourself or something. Well, I am just celebrating my 14th anniversary this month. So that's a fun fact. And also this month I began homeschooling for the first time. So I have a daughter. So in basically what you're saying, so, so what an you're exciting saying month. is you're really old. <laughs> yes, but I look young because I only have a five-year-old. So that's kind of cool, even though I could have a really older <laughs> child much older than that. Yeah. So, so for those of you who don't know, yeah. Jamie's actually uh, nine years older than me. But it's funny because when we're together, people ask, who's the older sister? They do. And I'm I'm honestly telling you that when I have a five-year-old, people are like, oh, oh I thought you were like 25. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jamie looks no. really young for for her age. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I appreciate okay. that. So let's go ahead and read the Bible. Today we're going to be discussing Exodus chapter 21, verses 22 through 27. As I always do, I'll be reading out of the W.E.B. version. But Jane, what uh, what version do you read out of usually? What's your version? Um, I really like oh, okay. NASB. I'm, re- I'm reading out of oh, the okay, NASB cool. today, though. All right. So grab your cup of coffee and let's go ahead and jump right in. If men fight and hurt a pregnant woman so that she gives birth prematurely, and yet no harm follows, he shall be surely fined as much as the woman's husband demands and the judges allow. But if any harm follows, then you must take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, and bruise for bruise. If a man strikes his servant's eye or his maid's eye and destroys it, he shall let him go free for the sake of his eye. If he strikes out his male's servant's tooth or his female servant's tooth, he shall let the servant go free for his tooth's sake. So kind of a short passage of scripture, but uh, definitely an interesting one, wouldn't you say, James? Yeah, there's um, a lot going on in there from servants to pregnant women and um, the courts and demanding. It's really a really interesting passage. And one thing that stood out to me the most, I think, is... I think a lot of times um, people often say, like, where does God say that uh, life, babies in the womb are life? 
and you can just direct them right here to Exodus chapter 21, verses 23. It says, if any harm follows that woman, then you must take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, or for that baby. So God is talking about life within the womb during this passage of scripture. Yes. yes. So I think that that is a interesting thing that we can pull from this is that uh, God, in fact, is pro-life <laughs> because r- right here he yes. is making demands for people who injure a pregnant woman. Yes. Yes. So what do you think about this, James? Um, I think it's really fascinating. I think it's a great place to point people that, you know, you can see that it's very troublesome that even though there's no serious um, injury to the baby, that the offender must be fined or whatever the woman's husband is demanding. And of course they have the court to allow that fair trial. Um, But yeah, this is very important that we take care of um, the pregnant women and that we realize that that life inside of her is um, very important. And even though our culture doesn't deem it so or only important if that child was wanted or planned, that verse is very clear about how God feels about babies. Um, yes. the life, the life, that baby in the yes. womb. So it says that even if the man was not intending to hurt the woman. So for example, it says here in verse 22, if two men get into a fight, let's say that, I don't know why a pregnant woman would be in a bar, but maybe she is. But let's say that two men are fighting in a bar <laughs> and there's like a pregnant woman there. And one of the men accidentally, as he's fighting with one of the other men, hurts the pregnant woman. And she gives birth prematurely. That's where it says, God says that he shall surely be fined as much as the woman's husband demands. That that means that even if there was no harm done to the baby, but just the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just I think that's traumatic. Yeah, the, the trauma. The yes, trauma? exactly. The trauma put upon the mother of the baby and even the father of the baby during the stress of, is my child going to be okay through all this? Yeah. And is, or is my wife going to be okay through this? There's a traumatic injury and it's, you know, put our family through this, this uncertain time. Right. Exactly. So this isn't just with the baby either. This is also protecting the mother of the baby with, uh, if, if somehow the mom is hurt, For example, let's say that the mom gets a black eye. It says in verse 24, (laughs) it says in verse 24 that you should also give a black eye to the man who gave her the black eye. (laughs) Yes. In verse 24, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. And if you think about that, it's really interesting because, you know, I know you're talking about Matthew and, um, you're moved on to Mark now, but when Jesus said that the command that you are to love God and love your neighbor, that is what the whole law hinges on. And I think that this is kind of a famous part of the law, like, oh, an eye for an eye, a tooth for tooth. Um, You know, people that don't even have any Bible knowledge kind of have heard that phrase, eye for eye. That's not the fact of, you know, Oh, that, that sounds really scary, but it's teaching love and consideration. Like you're not going to 
you're going to be really careful with your own body. You're not like so careless that you poke your own eye out. Okay. So <laughs> we need I to be this morning, practically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, things happen, things happen, but truly it, it's showing love for other people. And the fact that, you know, even if you get into this fight, like what, what are you doing? Why would you be doing that around a pregnant woman? You need to have consideration for your neighbor. And this is kind of just a guideline. Like if you don't want that to happen to you, don't do it to another, have love, have consideration for people because just because Mm -hmm. it's, Oh, you lost your eye. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened. But how much do you treasure your own eyes and your own teeth? You don't want to be going without teeth. So eye for eye, tooth for tooth, that teaches consideration and love. And just when things like this happen, it's giving a sense of justice and, um, is something that they can go by to say, this is what we do in this circumstance. And one other thing I should mention here is this kind of is alluding to the fact that the judges are around during all this. It's not just taking out vengeance on, like, say the husband was, um, his wife was hurt. And it's not just the husband going out and taking vengeance, but it, it clearly says here in verse 22 that this is in front of the judges, right? Or am I wrong yes. about that? No, because it says in uh, in the NIV, it says, um, and the court allows. Yeah. So it's not just, you know, I want your house and, you know, your, I want this to happen to your children too. It wasn't just like that. It was, yeah, you put these people through some suffering and you're inconsiderate and careless and you are going to be fine. So it was something that was done decently mm-hmm. and in order. Right. Oh, and and actually, now that you mentioned that, it God doesn't say that because a man hurt another person's baby that his babies should be hurt. This is the responsibility of that man as well. Now that you mentioned that, mm-hmm. so the man can't. Yeah. So the husband, whose baby was maybe accidentally killed during this process, can't just go and be like, "I want this done to this guy who hurt my family." his kids. I want them hurt. It would be for the man that physically killed that baby or that wife. So it's not, you know, it's, it's placed all on the responsibility of the one who did it, if that makes sense. Yes. And, and it just does teach a sense of responsibility that, you know, you don't just break out in, you know, uh, an ax fight in front of a pregnant woman. You like, look at your surroundings. And it reminds me of high school. Like I'd just be walking down the hall, minding my own business, carrying my books. And like this fight would break out like right in front of you. And, you'd yes. be, ha, ha, and you're just running down, like trying to get out of the way. It's like moving towards you and you're like ducking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I got pushed into a locker once. I remember yeah. that. Because these two kids started fighting. Actually, it might have been girls. I don't remember who was fighting, but these two people started fighting. And I was just minding my own business. And I got slammed into like a locker. Yeah. I mean, I was really mad. It happened. So, I mean, if you're a pregnant woman. (laughs) Oh, I know. I think this is also kind of just God saying, like, just don't fight even. Because look at the consequences of what could happen to an innocent person while you're fighting even if even if the two men fighting are not innocent parties I suppose exactly if that makes sense yeah I mean look at the damage that could happen around you so just don't break out into these ridiculous fights (laughs) I exactly and 
you know, even, even so the serious injury an eye for an eye that that's serious and the consequences are serious. And that is, um, that is something that helps when there that helps with crime. And, you know, when this, when there are no consequences, people are going to do whatever they want. And it's something that helps humanity to have the consequences. It's not Mm -hmm. a cruel thing. It's, it's just something that, well, we don't need to do that because that is not acceptable um, behavior. Yeah. And I read in Ecclesiastes recently, there was a verse that says, um, if a crime does not go punished quickly, the person who committed the crime thinks that they can just keep committing the same crime over and over. So God is kind of putting a stop to crime before it, well, I'm sure it was already happening, but you know, he, he's putting a stop to it right here so that it doesn't continue happening. He's starting to punish these crimes and say that as people who are set apart, you are supposed to act differently. And here is the fair and just rules that are getting put in place so that you do become a holy nation and that you follow my laws and that you will be a blessed nation because you follow these things and you're different from other people. And people are going to look at you from all around the world if you follow these laws and be like, why do they have it so good? Why is there not as much crime? Why is, you know, why are they so blessed? And maybe they will read these laws, other nations, and be like, oh, that's why they don't, they're not allowed to get into fights and hurt people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, and it is just, it's not like an excessive amount of, okay, then you're going to have this vengeance. Like you said earlier, it's not, there is no allowance for that. It's, it's a fair trial and it's, mm-hmm. it's not just whatever anybody thinks it should be. This is a set rule that they are supposed to follow. So speaking about eyes, it kind of goes into eyes and teeth a little bit more in verses 26 and 27. It says, if a man strikes his servant's eye or his maid's eye and destroys it, he shall let them go free for his eye's sake. So I did an episode with Gregory Kokel a few days back, and uh, he talked about indentured uh, servanthood. Basically, a person who was um, who was in debt could sell their their selves in a sense and for seven years work for somebody and get out of their debt in that way. It was an employee employer kind of relationship, which is what God put in place. So this was very, very different than uh, what people during ancient times at this time period were doing with slavery, because you remember that the the. Israelites themselves were slaves and came out of a horrific kind of slavery environment. So God is putting even more um, protection in place for slaves during this uh, during Yeah, this right I was going to say, even in my translation that I'm using, it does say slave. And I noticed that um, the W-E-B is saying servant, but I think that servant is a good way to put it. But even a little deeper than uh, what we would think is a servant maybe, but it was voluntary. So we're not talking about slavery as what we think of it because man stealing was absolutely condemned, um, in the Bible. And so we're not talking about slavery. So for anybody who has a translation that says slavery, it was a different kind and a really interesting way to get out of debt. That was, um, very feasible and actually, 
did a lot of good for the servant because they were actually taken care of and provided for now by, um, you know, these people that were, they were indebted to, and it was only what, six years that they could do this. And then, um, they could go free six, then the seventh year, seven you know, they, years. Yeah. seven years. So uh, they couldn't go, um, you know, a lifetime. They weren't owned. Like we would think of a slave like that. So that's really important. And I'm sure, you know, um, Gregory really went into that too. Yes. So. Yes, he did. And um, so now God is putting even more limitations in place for how people are supposed to treat slaves in a way that God's almost like, remember how you guys were slavery or in, in a slavery environment? Don't do that. <laughs> treat your slaves with respect. I'm sorry, not even slaves, servants, as what Jamie was just saying and what Gregory said. So I don't even like that word slavery because of the fact that it wasn't really slavery the way we think of slavery. But so it says here, if the master strikes his servant's eye or his maid's eye and destroys it, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. And same with a tooth. Even if he if he beats his servant and lets the and, and a tooth falls out, he needs to let his servant go free. So that servant is completely uh, done with their work at that point. It could be like a day later. <laughs> yeah, released from all of that debt, um, whatever it was. Yes, everything. Yes, just because their master was cruel in the sense that uh, they, they hurt their servant to the point where they destroyed their eye or had one of their uh, tooths fall out. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're tooths. Yes. <laughs> tooths, yes. You know what I mean. Oh, it doesn't even say that if the tooth falls out, it could just be a chipped tooth. Like if the tooth just gets broken or destroyed in some way. Yes, and I think, again, this is a deterrent for that kind of behavior. Like that is not the way that you're supposed to treat your servant, um, obviously. Your fellow human being. Yes, yes, but God knows that you know, people do things. And so here it is to tell you, well, if you do choose to act like this, sorry, they're not going to be your servant anymore. And this is how it is supposed to be. So again, just like you shouldn't be having fights with pregnant women, you need to be really considerate and loving towards your neighbor, your fellow human, and realize that, you know, their life is valuable. I think this all has to talk about the value of life from, um, someone as vulnerable as an infant that hasn't even been born yet to another vulnerable person, a servant or a slave, that is how they are to be treated with value. Mm-hmm, exactly. And it doesn't matter if it's a male or a female. God is pretty inclusive of both at this point. He's, he's very inclusive of both male or female servants. Exactly. So we're not... Um, talking about, okay, the male servants are more important or female servants only. No, this is humanity. And it just shows God always shows utmost respect for women and men. And he, he has always put that in his law. And that's a really interesting thing. Yes, exactly. I mean, if God disliked slaves, <laughs> Joseph never would have become the ruler of Egypt back in Genesis. Yeah. He is not a respecter of person. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have the lowliest job, if you feel like a slave, 
or if you are just a small child, God has provisions for um, all walks of life and people. And, you know, he, he is fair and he loves justice. Mm -hmm. So this is part of God's justice and his provision for people. Yes, exactly. I think this was a pretty interesting discussion today. And I want to thank Jamie for coming on the podcast more often, co-hosting with me, because I really do enjoy uh, doing more stuff with my sister. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it too, but I have to be honest, uh, when you told me, you know, this, this passage, I was like, oh, she's cutting it off at this verse, but I really wanted to talk about the bull goring a man or woman, (laughs) because I don't know, that is just really fascinating too. (laughs) It is. (laughs) And I almost had you talk about that portion with me as well. (laughs) What if we do? Well, that's okay. We could do a two-part episode and if you want to come back on Friday. (laughs) Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. That's interesting too. I mean, I'm totally being for real. You can totally come back on on Friday and do that with me. (laughs) I'm sure people won't mind. Oh, awesome. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, maybe you'll see Jamie back or hear Jamie back on uh, Friday. So join us then at 6 a.m. And uh, also, friends and faithful listeners, take a look at my uh, brand new design that I have in the T-shirt shop. It is a fall design. Fall is coming up very, very quickly. It'll be here in just a couple weeks. So get some cozy fall clothes for yourselves that have Christian uh, messages on them and uh, get them for yourself or for a friend or a family member. But friends and faithful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Happy listening and God bless.